We're back. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's Mark and Ann Bowman here again after way too many months of absence. We've missed you guys, and we've missed the traveling and going around and reporting what we've seen in the mountains. And so we're back today, and we're going to talk about Cherokee, North Carolina. I was there a long, long, long time ago, and I remember it. Well, from yeah. a long, long, long time I ago. I know it was a long time ago because it was before we were married. So, oh, yeah. And we've been married a few years. Well, this was when I was a teenager. 20, I was there. Yeah, so this been, it's been, well, I don't want to say then that, that was a long time ago because that would be rude. But it would be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a while. We we went over there actually when, after we got married, we drove over there mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. We didn't spend a lot of time there. So this we actually spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We were uh, in Cherokee. In Cherokee uh, recently. And we had we had such a good time. So we want to report back to you what all you can do there, what you can see. And hopefully when you plan your vacation to Great Smoky Mountains uh, National Park, you'll make this you'll make Cherokee a part of that. A destination. Yeah. Now we drove over there from Maryville, Tennessee. Some people saw Maryville. Maryville. I know there's a lot of different ways to say that, but I say, I don't even know what I say now. Maryville. And it was about an hour and a half, I guess, something like that from our house. Mm-hmm. So we drove over there right through the park, went over to Townsend, got on the uh, Newfound Gap Road, and just drove right over through. But we stopped. Right before you get to Cherokee. Okunalefti Lefty Visitor Center. Yes, the Okunalefti Lefty Visitor Center is right there before you get into Cherokee. And they have a mountain farm museum. Mm-hmm. And we stopped there, and you went out back and, and, yeah, took I a, did. and had a look. Yeah. Now, how exciting was that for you? Well, it, it, it was. I mean, I enjoyed walking down by the creek. I mm-hmm. saw some people fly fishing, which... And you almost went flying, too, didn't you? Oh, I... <laughs> Yeah, I was so busy taking pictures that I didn't see the the root it's growing. A, it's a big old root. Oh, I know. So I I hit the ground, but anyway, that's. And I I wasn't there to pick you up, so there. A but a people, park ranger was. Park ranger and some guests. Okay, moving rushed, on. Rushed moving over and, and on. Helped her up and moving so that, on. That turned into a a nice experience because they were there to help. But let's describe what the Mountain Farm Museum is. Well, it's historic buildings mm-hmm. that were moved there in the in nineteen in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, what makes them historical is that when there were farmers that used to live where the park is today, it used to be private land. So you had all of these farmers throughout the Smokies, the farming. They had churches over there, like in Cades Cove. Mm-hmm. They had all these buildings, and when they took it over as the park, they didn't want to destroy those buildings. So what they did was to to allow people an opportunity to see what life was like back then. They they moved those buildings, relocated them, making made an outdoor museum. And yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. And sometimes during the year they they host events there that you can go. I think I remember one time where you could see quilting or they would anyway they they host different events there during the year. And they have things for children as well. If I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they, I think Cherokee some, had, 
has a lot of stuff for children. Yeah, I'm, but the the Okona Lefty Visitor yeah. Center, yeah, they've got stuff for there. But anyway, when you leave the Okona Lefty, and I I do have a difficult time yes, saying that do. word, but yes, I, I'm do. gonna I'm gonna butcher it all through the show, but I'll make it and please endure with me. So the Okona Lefty Visitor Center, when when you leave there and you you take a left going away from the park. You're going to come across the Blue Ridge Parkway. Right where it starts. Yeah, it's about 30 seconds past the Oklahoma Lefty Visitor Center. And you can jump on the Blue Ridge Parkway and just drive your little heart out. It is a beautiful, beautiful drive. Uh, world famous. People mm-hmm. come from all over the world to drive the Blue Ridge Parkway. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to focus on that right now because if you'll just pass that, if you can, you just pass the Blue Ridge Parkway and within just – a, a very short period of time you're going to drive right into cherokee 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 north carolina tell people where this the name of cherokee comes from man <laughs> as far as i know it comes from the cherokee indians yes the native cherokee tribe that lived in the mountains mm-hmm. uh, for many many years mm-hmm. and so right now you know there's a place it's called the the quela boundary now a lot of people say, oh, there's Indian reservations, but, and I mistakenly called it a reservation before, but I learned on this trip that it's actually not a reservation because the federal government didn't give them land. The Cherokee tribe bought 57,000 acres of land back in the 1800s, and they called it the Quela Boundary. Boundary. Yeah. And so they still have that land there today. They've got the, the it's the eastern, it's called the eastern band, band. of the Cherokee nation and so they live there they work there they've got uh, all kinds of there's there's a casino there and we'll talk a little bit about that later but there you is can, a lot you can learn all about the history with the that outdoor drama that we went to right there is so much history to learn and so the very first thing we did when we got there uh, after checking into the hotel and you know getting ready for the evening we we went over to the unto these hills outdoor drama and Anne's been there before, too. Yeah, I was there many moons ago. Yeah, that's one of the places that she went before. I understand from when we saw it this time that it, 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 it hasn't changed. It brought back incredible memories. I thought, oh, my goodness, I had to take a picture and send it to my sister and say, does this look familiar? It's yeah. freaked her out, too. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful stage. It's a beautiful setting. It's outdoors. It's in the mountains. It's sort of like a Hollywood bowl set up in the mountains, just with trees all around. It's just really a beautiful setting. Mm-hmm. The play itself is a history of the Cherokee Nation from okay. from their perspective. Yeah, yeah. And that you have to remember it's from their perspective. Let me preface everything. By saying that I know that there was after the after Europeans came in, there was a lot that happened to Indians in general. Uh, there was a lot of injustices done back then. I, I don't think I can understate that. I, I mean, yeah. overstate that. Yeah, there there was a lot of injustices done, as there has been throughout history all over. Having said that, the play is from their perspective about what happened. So. It was a little bit uncomfortable for me at times because mm-hmm. I thought, man, they're really slamming me. You know, I took it <laughs> yeah. personally. Yeah. And uh, there were there were quite a few things in there that I thought were just like, mm, I wish they hadn't done it. It's their way of saying, this is who we are. This is where we came from. This is who we want to be. This is 
This is our heritage. And they did an, an incredible job of presenting that with the the scene changes, the actors, the dancing, the it flowed. There was no the production was professional. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It really, really was. Yeah, you can tell they've been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. and they have been able to just really pull off a really well uh, done production. Yeah, I think it's it's the kind of entertainment that you go to that even though it's entertainment, it's educational. And I wish the one thing I wish I had done was to read up on it before going to the play. Yeah, I, I knew basically what it was about but i'd i really wish i had read up on it yeah if you go to cherokee i think it would be a uh, an experience to go see this play oh you have to yeah because it, it really gives you some insight into what happened years ago but also prepare yourself to know that there might be some things in there that as a european american as a white man as a whatever there there, there might mm-hmm. be some things that sort of in your face so anyway, just be prepared for that, but know that it's a, it's, it's a wonderful production. Yes, yes. They've uh, been there for, for a long, yeah, long, it's long, the long time. I, I think they – did I say this a while ago that I think there's been more than 5 million people that have seen this Oh, I didn't – no, you haven't said that. Okay, well, I read that, and so there's more than yeah, 5 million people who've seen this production. So uh, it's well worth your uh, time to go see – it lasts Under about these hills. Yeah, it lasts about two hours. It's two hours. Yeah. You have a fifteen minute inter, intermission. Yeah, you can go buy hot um, dogs and candy and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, go. That's what we did the very first night. Now, right next door to that, to the Under These Hills, is the. Um, is, I'll say. I'll say the word. Okanalufty. Okay. Lufty. Indian Village. Indian Village. It was. I I was really, just enthralled with that she couldn't wait to go to this thing you really couldn't really yeah you were you were excited deservedly so yeah it, it was my expectations was were met yeah exceeded, exceeded. Mine, exceeded. Were. mine were because i didn't know what to expect yeah you see what life was like in the 18th century yeah and uh, for the cherokee and the north carolina mountains now we were told by one of our guides that a true Cherokee Village would have been in the valley, but this one is up on the side of a mountain. So it, it's not true to itself in history that way, but all of the things that they had in there were pretty authentic. I mean, they, they were there doing, like, making things. Yeah. And, well, let's tell them a little bit about what they were making. Well, you it's got to go. You, you got a guide. Ours was, I, I hope, I want to say her name. It's Diane. Yeah, that's what it is. She was the sweetest thing and very, very knowledgeable. And she would take us from um, one, what do you call it, venue to the next. Well, as you go in, as you go in the front and then it's sort of trail, it goes right through the the forest. So, or I'll call it the woods. It's a trail through the woods. And then you've got these little, what I call little like lean-to huts where they've got different demonstrations that they do. Like they had... uh, one woman doing wood carving, mm-hmm. and then they had somebody making well, it, tools. It, it was a man doing the wood carving. Uh, well, I don't remember. The woman was doing. Okay, the, you're was right. Weaving and was, so you know doing yeah. stuff, household stuff. Yeah, because, well, and I guess actually historically that's the way they would have done it. The men would have carved the wood. Yeah, the women would have done the basket weaving and the 
making the materials and things like there that. There was uh, pottery and it, it, you weapons, just, yeah. making weapons and yeah. tools to garden with and all the kinds of things like that. But it really opened up when we got to see the, even though the buildings, the replica buildings were one-third the actual size of what the real one would be, you got to see, you got to feel like you were in a village. Yeah. It was a replica village, but it seems mm-hmm. like, you know, they could live there. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was going to mention is that, you know, when I think historically, I think about Indians in North America, you think about a village or you, th- you think about the Wild West and you, th- you, th- you think of teepees, right? Oh, they live in teepees. Well, the Cherokee didn't live in teepees. They lived in uh, like little cabins. And some of them started off, they were temporary cabins because they they were destroyed often and so they'd have to rebuild them they were very simple things but uh, then they became much more sophisticated cabins mm-hmm. and it looked like a log cabin on bonanza yeah <laughs> <laughs> for those of you old enough to remember that yeah yeah bonanza so yeah it looked like a just a, a little log cabin one of the neat things though that when we got to a little area that was called like the trading post mm-hmm. and you would see what they would barter for and um and some of it was uh buckskin yeah and that's where we learned that buckskin was the original dollar bill they would i would give you so many bucks Mm -hmm. for this item and that was just really really fascinating to me trading the buckskins and the other thing was about the canoes i really like that story about the canoes and i'd never (laughs) heard this before and our guide told us that, and there was a sample of a, a canoe there mm-hmm. that was hewn out of a, a tree. And she said that, you know, they used to sink these up and down the rivers and in lakes and things like that. Uh, and they would keep them under the water so that if they were traveling, uh, they could actually go and raise one up and use it. And then they would, got, their, got to their destination, they would just sink it again. And they would mark it by bending leaves or a limb on a tree so that other Cherokee could find it. Mm-hmm. But it would be hidden from anybody else that was not in their, uh-huh. in their tribe. Their, I thought that was really It was really their neat. own. Their little transportation system. Yeah, rapid transit. <laughs> yeah, maybe not rapid, well, unless the waters were moving real yeah, fast. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a well and two. They, had, um, they gave two lectures mm-hmm. um, to tell about villages and clans and and got more into the Cherokee culture which was fascinating when you think about it everything that they've done like the 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 museum which we didn't go to but I know that people were the the parking lot was always full and that was down right in the middle of town but the uh, the the Cherokee uh, museum is a place to go but it's all about their their history and their culture mm-hmm. everything that they were doing the play unto these hills was about their history and their culture if you look at the village the history and the culture um, the museum the museum all of that it's, it's all about their history and culture and they, they they want you to remember that and to learn and to uh see just what life was like for the cherokee well at the end of it too there were once we came out from the from the Indian village, they had that little Indian gardens where you could walk and you hiked, and you really felt like you were in the mountains when you were hiking. You could see 
vegetable gardens, flower gardens, rock gardens. And I liked it. They had signs on the trees that told what this tree was used for. One was used for, car. Uh, I think they said a basswood tree was used for carving and for making rope. I mean, they can use anything. Yeah. And they'd u- they would use the bark off of other trees to make the baskets. And yeah. they would strip them down to make baskets. So it was, uh, yeah, so it was really neat to see that. But, you know, when we were walking through that garden, there weren't that many people in there. No. So it's it was really peaceful. It was mm-hmm. quiet. Uh, just a... It was really nice. So, yeah, that was really well, nice. Well, and we nice. our entire trip, the weather could not have been better. It was yeah. it was incredible. We had blue skies, we had sunshine, we had cool uh, a cool breeze. It was just absolutely gorgeous. And of course, our hotel had a had a view of the mountain. It mm-hmm. was just absolutely gorgeous. Just a beautiful view. You know, when we got there on Friday, we went immediately to the unto these hills. Then the next day, we went to this uh, Indian village, Indian village, and in the the garden. Uh, and that was just, you know, hey, we've already done all that, and we're just talking about by noon. So uh, after that, it was just well, we took a short trip over to Bryson City for yeah. for another podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next on our next episode. We're going to talk well, about Bryson City, but there was. You're wanting to say something. Go I'm ahead. wanting to say, I think the biggest change, it was, without a doubt, the biggest change to Cherokee from the 70s to the 90s to now is the casino. The casino, yeah. It, can can we hold off just a second about talking about it? I want to end on the casino. Oh, okay. Because it was the last thing we did. Okay. Let's talk about downtown the river actually runs right through oh, Cherokee. Yeah. And that that was one of the funnest things that I saw while we were there because people would go and they'd park along the road, right, you know, up and down the They'd go fly the fishing. River. They'd They're, play in the water. They'd picnic. Yeah, right in the middle of town. Yeah. Yeah, they're fishing for rainbow trout or whatever. And they just there was a lot of people just having a good time there. Well, on that Quayla property... The section of land that the Cherokee owned is teeming with fish. I mean, every uh, every season they have opportunities to to go and fish and win prizes and yeah, they have fishing uh, tournaments. Tournaments. So if you're an angler, yeah, and you're that's where you go. Yeah, you you want to go catch some trout. This is the place, and, and you could even get some prizes, but. Uh, yeah, so and we have uh, a little bit of information on our website about that that we'll have to make sure we update that too. Cherokee's a great place to go and base yourself out of if you want to go to the park, Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and you want to hike, you want to go picnic, you want to learn about the Cherokee history, great place to do that. Now, there is a sort of a downside to Cherokee that everybody's got to eat, right? That's what I hear. Every, every, well, I do. I'm, maybe I'm the only one, but I I sort of like to eat. And Cherokee was one of those places where if you wanted to eat and you wanted to eat at a really, uh, I don't even want to say nice place, but it, it seemed like the restaurants are in the 
The, all of them are in the casino. In the casino. Yeah. They've got a few places, like there's a, you know, like a Wendy's and a Burger King, Taco Bell, and some other places like that. And there are a couple of, uh, lo- there's some local places. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a burger joint that was on the main street there. Uh, it's in a, it's in like a little 1970s or 1980s mobile home, and we had a burger in there. And then there was a breakfast place that was on the that was on the way. Pancakes and breakfast, yeah. Yeah. Was it called Peter's or Pete's? Peter's Pancakes House. Peter's Pancake House. Yeah. And we had a good breakfast. Yeah, they had a really good breakfast, and they had a a line out the door. Yeah. Fortunately, we got there right before the line started, but. Well, the line is because it is good food, but it's because they're one of how many in town that you can go for breakfast. Yeah, there's just not that many places. So if your hotel doesn't serve a breakfast, and ours did. We had a good hotel. Our, our hotel was nice. It was the Stonebrook Lodge. Stonebrook Lodge, right across the street from the Harris, Harris, Casino. Harris Casino. Yeah, we had a we had a nice room. Beds were I have zero complaints about that hotel. Yeah, it was it was nice. But they, their their breakfast. If I have a complaint, it's because their breakfast was it was like a what do they call those continental breakfast? It was a lot of carbs. They had cereal. They had um, muffins. muffins. They had waffles, and the the coffee was uh, made from a concentrate. So just just go out for breakfast, but but yeah. stay at the hotel. Yeah. Now, if you stay at another hotel and they got a good breakfast, you're in business. We oh, they can go across the street and go to Harrah's. <laughs> or yeah, you could do that, I suppose. That's where all the restaurants are. Yeah, they've got and, and they've got a Ruth's Chris in there. Guy Fieri's got a. A restaurant mm-hmm. in there, and uh, now we we have to tell them about our experience at the at the casino. Okay, you want to start, or you want me to? No, I want to. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, let me say this: we are not gamblers. We don't. We you know we haven't spent any time in a casino. So well, I wanted to go in to see what it looked like, and my sister said I could spend a dollar, and I was ready to spend a dollar, thinking foolishly that i could turn it into quarters and go find me a one-armed bandit well we were met with the new digital world of the casino and everything you looked at was digital you couldn't put a you couldn't put your quarter in. you couldn't put a quarter in and minimum of a dollar i think we (laughs) we had this guy that was you know that, that walks around to help people and we asked him what was the easiest machine and how to work it and of course he said well they're all easy and all you have to do is just follow the directions put your money in put your, <laughs> you have to ch- put bills in and so we were thinking well okay and so he said that there was a a change machine or what do you call them yeah that we could um, get some bills put in a large bill and get smaller bills and so we walked over there and people we could not even work the change machine. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'd never seen one of these things before, but it, it had a big screen on it, and it said, make change, you know, just change small, make from large bills to smaller bills. So I touched the screen, and I said, okay, where would I put my money at? We I looked and looked and looked. I asked the woman that walked up to the machine next to me, and she was so dead set on her own transactions. She was like, I don't know, honey. I don't know. I got to do two of my own. And she's like, so I was like, okay. So we decided, well, I'm not going to spend 20 bucks. 
and that's all I had was a 20. So I was like, well, let's just walk around. Yeah, well, it was so, fun walking around and see it. Not fun in the sense that people were losing money left and right, but it was a, a whole new world. Yeah, I never seen that much uh, giving your money away. No. It, it, was, it was a shocker to see people. We stood behind a, a blackjack table and saw this one guy playing two different hands at a time, $350 a hand. And I think maybe in about three or four minutes, he had lost over $1,000 in the well, guy next to him. So let's don't poo-poo it too much. You can go in there and just and just walk around. They've got shops. They've got restaurants. Yeah, I suppose if you want to give your money away. Well, I, you know. If you I, want to. I'm just telling right, you. It, you I stay, know that people go there for the casino. They love, I know. They love doing it. All right, I so you're. You, I work too hard for my money. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you're in Cherokee doing all of these other things that you can do, and you want to eat a fine supper, go to Harrah's, but yeah. make a reservation. You know, it's all about the outdoors. Cherokee is about, outdoors. It's about being outdoors. It's about fishing. It's about going into the mountains and hiking. They do have some, a, a lot of, well, a lot of places that tourists buy. Oh, souvenirs. You know, all the souvenirs. And, my uh, buddy, I bought him a little bear that's dressed up like he's, a policeman. Yeah, he's he works for the sheriff's department, so I bought him a little bear dressed like a policeman and stuff like that. It was it was cute. It's a fun. But, it's really fun to if you've never been there. It's a whole different uh, experience. I mean, if you've been to Gatlinburg, then you know it. It's uh, it's the Cherokee Indian. You're yeah. you're going into their culture, and in their livelihoods and and it's 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 worth it yeah is there anything else you wanted to tell everybody about cherokee before we go no i'll take that as a no okay because you said no we're going we have pictures of the villages the village we have pictures of the unto unto these hills I, i was the designated picture taker so online you can go and see those pictures. Yep, we'll have a, we'll have pictures there. We'll have a little bit of information there on the website, mysmokymountainguide.com, and go check that out. Tell every, tell your friends, tell your neighbors about my Smoky Mountain Guide podcast with Mark and Ann Bowman. Bye, y'all. Bye.